Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Power Half Hour on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahochko, my co-host on the West Coast. You know him as at Chad Smart on Twitter because he is Chad Smart in real life. Chad, hello. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm doing good. I, I think maybe I should have come up with a clever name on Twitter, clever handle that means absolutely nothing. I don't think uh, that's necessary. So much for originality. My uh, my Twitter is not original. It's the, because I'm the only one, although probably not, Hooch, which is my nickname since high school, and 36, which is my favorite two-digit number. That's right, Chad, I have a favorite two-digit and one-digit number. Hmm, I thought your favorite two-digit number was 37. <sighs> Chad, Chad, Chad. What am I going to do with you? No, I'm serious. I, I thought it was, but uh, no, it's 36. I don't know. You know, when I uh, when I switched my Instagram handle, which used to be Vote Smart, until some political organization asked me if they could have that, and then I just figured I would change it to my name. And there are apparently a lot of Chad Smarts out there, which shocks. So I had to go with the Chad Smart to separate myself from the phonies. I guess I. Would, would it come as yeah. a surprise to you oh, God. to know that there was a second Greg Mahochko? I mean, it would not surprise me, but I mean, it's it not, would surprise me if you knew who he was. So it's it's not a common last name, obviously. Like Greg, yeah, you know, fairly mm. common, you know, at least not unheard of. But Mahochko is definitely unique. And everybody was like, "Oh, how yeah. do you how do you uh, pronounce that?" And I always say, "How do you pronounce it?" Um, but I found, first found out about this individual in fourth grade, maybe fifth grade. And he actually lived in like the town over from me. And at the time he was in high school, uh, his name is Greg Mahochko because my music teacher in elementary school brought me, like she had gone to, you know, the, the play at the high school in the town over and brought the, uh, program back. She says, do you know? This Greg Mahachka? I said, no. I said, probably, you know, must be related because there's not too many of us out there. Uh, so fast forward a number of years, and my mom, who worked at the hospital before she retired, uh, came out of a meeting, and everybody came up to her and was so apologetic um, and, you know, like very, you know, sorrowful. Oh, my goodness, we're so sorry. We just heard, and she was very confused. Uh, she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, we just heard that there was a Greg Mahochko who, you know, passed away and we, you know, our condolences. She's like, well, hold on, let me call my son. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you know, that's a, you know, a, kind of a, a light uh, moment of uh, levity, but apparently this other Greg Mahochko worked something to do with electricity, um, got, you know, there was an accident and uh, got, you know, electrocuted and later passed away from his injuries. Um, so, you know, I, it, tragic, but, um, and, and a long way to go saying, too, you know, at one point there was more than one Craig Mahochko. That's all yeah, I mean. you kind of took that in a dark turn I wasn't expecting, because I was going to come back and say, you know, to, to top the fact that there's another Greg Mahochko, is when I was living in Illinois, I worked with, I, I remember this story correctly, I was working with a girl who had moved from New York to Illinois. And when she went to get her driver's license, found out that there was another 
person in Illinois with the exact same name, first, middle, last, and same birth date. Holy cow. Yeah. And did she? But I think they're both alive. So the story is really not that good. It's all my fault, really. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I didn't see that one coming. I yeah. apologize. Um, let's let's brighten the mood, shall we? Because Chad, uh, you have been on a roll. Actually, I, I think I picked last week's topic. If it if it was MTV, I think that was me. Uh, and you picked this week's topic, Chad. Again, folks, we're not doing a movie discussion this week. Maybe next week we'll bring it back. We don't know. Uh, but Chad wanted to kick it old school. Chad, let's talk about. Well, trying to figure out, you know, topics for this show, and and we thought it, I thought it'd be much easier, and there'd be a wide variety of of topics, but apparently there's not. There's only like five. <laughs> so we've exhausted like movies and comic books and cartoons and MTV. So I felt the only natural progression now was to discuss video games, and. I don't know when you got your first video game system, but, you know, I got mine, I think I was six years old, and it was the classic Atari 2600, which I know predates you, so I'm really showing my age here. Does it predate I, me, though, Chad? It, do, it does. I believe it does. By a couple of years, a few years. But, you know, that was the start of the home um, home entertainment videos gaming and the graphics were very subpar by today's standards, but in that first, you know, from 82 or from 79 to around 84 or 83, I guess, because ET kind of is blamed for killing off the Atari system, which I will say that I had the ET Atari game. I enjoyed it very much. And if I had a system today, I would be playing it. So I don't know where all the hate comes from. I think it's coming from internet people who just want to hate on everything. Raiders of the Lost Ark was a much worse game, mainly because I could never figure out how to play it. That being said, in those days, you had essentially the Atari, the Intellivision, which would come out a year or so later, and then the ColecoVision. And so I had friends who had all different systems and I don't think it, you know, really until 1985 and maybe because 85, you know, starting on the cusp of being a teenager, I I don't know really what that would have to do with video games other than the fact that, you know, I was staying home on Friday and Saturday nights instead of being invited out to cool parties. But 1985 really changed everything with the invent and the release of what we know here in America as the Nintendo entertainment system did you see the latest nintendo newsletter whoa nice graphics i'd like to get my hands on that game you mean you haven't played it yet we can play it on my nintendo entertainment system it's the legend of zelda and it's really rad those creatures from ganon are pretty bad octorox tech tags levers too but with your help our hero pulls through yeah go link yeah get some awesome Intense. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Your parents help you hook it up. The Legend of Zelda sold separately. Yes, and so right there, Greg, I'm going to assume, I'm going to guess, hope that you have some memories of the Nintendo Entertainment System, and that's where we can pick up our discussion on video games. Chad, you are old and I am young. My first video game system was the Nintendo 64. That's a lie. 
Okay. That's not a good lie. I, I had the NES as a youngster, as a Ute, as they would say. Um, and it wasn't until very surprisingly recently, like I have a bad memory. I think that's kind of, you know, I'm notorious to have a bad memory. Uh, I was always under the assumption, which I learned again, very recently that was incorrect, that I had an aunt and an uncle who got me the Nintendo entertainment system. Come to find out at Christmas time, they got me like, I don't know, a game or two or something like that. Or, you know, the family, me and my sister, uh, being among them, but it was actually my mom cleared this for cleared the air for me on this. My dad stood in a line for some untold amount of time to get us a Nintendo, and I did not know that. And and I wish I would have known that as a youngster because, like looking back, like look, my dad's you know my hero. He he's the man that I try to I try fail, but I try to model myself after. Um, but you know, like that's, that's a next level, like parenthood, in my opinion, if, if look, this is something kid probably doesn't need this, but it might make him happy. Uh, let's, you know, let's stand in line. Hopefully it wasn't like black Friday, but in the eighties, I don't think they had black Friday like they do now. Um, but kudos, kudos to pops for, uh, he's like me. He doesn't like crowds. It doesn't like people by and large or crowds of people. So kudos to him for uh, sticking it out for for the family. So you did have a Nintendo system? I did, yes. Um, or, or is it the, okay, so yeah. you did have the NES. Yes, sir. I thought I cleared that up. Okay. Apparently I did not. No yeah, idea. no, I'm just making sure I'm following you because after the whole death story, I want to make sure I got your stories <laughs> correct. Uh, no, um, definitely had the uh, N- Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, what You mentioned E.T. and Indiana Jones on the Atari uh, were you in that classic, you know, NES like starter pack, which had two controllers, the gun, and the Mario Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt combo cartridge? No, I only had the two controllers and the Super Mario Brothers. I did not have Duck Hunt. I did not have the gun. I did not have Robbie the Robot. I don't know what which, Ro- uh, Robbie I don't the Robot think, is. Uh, it it came with the initial NES game, and I think. There were only a handful of games that actually used the robot. Uh, I never, I, I knew no one that ever had it, so I have no idea what it was like or what the games were. I see it were on, for it. But, I see it on the Google image search right now, and I never knew that that existed until seeing it now for the first time. Yeah, I yeah, it started out with um, Super Mario Brothers, and then you know had the classics pro wrestling, of course, uh, Kid Icarus. I did not have Legend of Zelda. My cousin had it, and we would trade games back and forth um uh contra it's a classic game on there sure and yeah i i mean i'm trying to think of all the games that we had but i, I just remember and, and my cousin and i were talking about this a couple of years ago where he got the nintendo first i went out to his house and hooked it up and we're playing super mario brothers and like Oh my gosh, look at these graphics. Nothing will ever top this. This is the greatest <laughs> video games will ever be. And I stand by that. <laughs> well, I've got news for you, sir. You're wrong. Um, so I had well, Mario 1 and Duck Hunt. I had friends who had like Super Mario 2 and 3, um, uh, Contra. You know, of course, I had those. I had, uh, we had a, 
Nintendo Golf, which you could play mm-hmm. as somebody who looked like Mario and somebody who looked like nobody. Uh, we had NES Baseball. We had, I remember mm-hmm. we got for, so like my dad never, he'd never cared about video games, still doesn't. I, I think he's probably the generation that thinks, oh, they're worthless waste of time and money. Um, but he, you know, dabbled with Duck Hunt just a little bit, just for kicks and grins. Uh, my mom tried uh, a little bit. We had this game that was actually sponsored by 7-Up called Spot, <laughs> like the 7-Up game. Yeah. Um, we had Jeopardy, which was really difficult in that you, you look, you, you be the first to buzz, you know, like Jeopardy, but then you have to type out the answer. And you have to type it out under a certain amount of time. Otherwise, you know, you miss your opportunity. And so that was tough because if you're not good with the D-pad. So um, my favorite, this is going to sound, I mean, like, look, uh, Double Dragon was always fun. You know, things like that. Uh, some side-scrolling Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but oddly enough, there was a game that I had that I really enjoyed playing but never beat in all the years that I had it, and it was called Dragon Warrior. Are, are you familiar with Dragon Warrior I, I, at all, Chad? I don't know that one. Do not um, know it. So I only played the first version. I think they made a couple different, you know, like one and two and three or something like that. But I guess it would be early, like open world RPG type of thing. You You basically, you start at a zero level little knight or soldier or dragon warrior. And you have to, you know, go around the kingdom slaying monsters as you go, building up points, building up coin, building up, you know, XP, things like that. And, uh, uh, eventually you get to the dragon and you're supposed to slay the dragon. Well, I never got anywhere close to the damn dragon. And I had that game for years before I finally cashed in and said, I, I can't do this anymore. Um, so I think because of that, I have a strong dislike of, uh, of RPGs. <laughs> well, you know, I find it funny because I love Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Metroid later on and I enjoyed it. And as, um, video games progressed and, you know, each system, I, I enjoyed those type of games, but today... No, give me if I if I'm gonna play it. I think the last one that I played was Bioshock on the PlayStation Three. And what I did was I went online, I found the walkthrough, and I'm like, cool. Let me tell me where I'm supposed to go. Tell me what I'm supposed to find. I don't have the time to be sitting here trying to find everything out myself, especially now that games are so huge. So, I, I mean, I'm kind of with you, but um, I will say, you know, going back to the NES system. You mentioned Super Mario Brothers 1 and 2 and 3, which I never got into, but where is your fondness, or do you have memories of the movie The Wizard, where they unveiled Super Mario 3, along with a little thing called the Power Glove? Uh, so I knew about the Power Glove, but I never saw the movie. Um, I also, did, were you aware of the Game Genie? Yes. Yeah, I never had one, but I wish I did. Mm-hmm. That's all I. Learned. Yeah, I, 
I, I never had, I, I never understood how it worked, but that's uh, above my pay grade. Sure. So, yeah, there's just something about, you know, I remember going into, into the mall, into like KB Toys and looking at the, uh, what really sold me on the NES games were the cover art. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a, I think there's a coffee table book out about video game art, or if not, there should be. So someone can steal that idea and make millions off of it from me. But yeah, that, and then do you ever go to Toys R Us as a, as a young child? I did. I, I probably, this is going to sound ridiculous. Of course, Toys R Us is now closed. Um, in fact, it really breaks my heart is the Toys R Us that I had gone to in the past and took my son to, you know, a few times as a, as a, you know, I mean, he's four, but you know, even younger, um, when they closed down, that place is now being turned into a planet fitness. <laughs> and that breaks my heart. Um, but yeah, I, I remember going into, um, into Toys R Us as a kid. And I always thought, look, I get it that, you know, video games are by and large, especially at the time geared, you know, marketed to children. But I, I don't know. I always classify that in a different category than, regular toys and I was especially as I got older and realized the video games are okay but you know there's so much more to you know do with your with your life than play video games I always thought that that was like a, a weak you know cheap aisle filler at Toys R Us to have video games up there when you could have actual toys that kids can tan tan what's the word tangent no tangibly play with that's it that's the word mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, I just miss going into Toys R Us and pulling the little slip out from the video game and taking it up to the counter because you couldn't put those games on the shelf because kids would steal them. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Did you – so this is this is my thing as a parent. You know, like, look, right now PlayStation 4, Xbox One, I guess, and they're announcing PlayStation 5 and something new from – you know, Microsoft in the Xbox realm and the Nintendo Wii. And I look at them like, yeah, my son doesn't need to start out with that, that those good graphics. Mm-hmm. If we ever, if we ever go the video game route, he's going to have to suffer through 8 bit, 16 bit, and 32 bit like the rest of us. Um, did you evolve your gaming systems as you grew older? And per- perhaps I you know, did. more likely as, as your buying power increased? Yeah, you know, I moved on with each generation. I went from the NES, and then I I switched to the Sega Genesis. I prefer that over the Super Nintendo, uh, still do to this day. Interesting. And then um, I'm trying to think of what uh, what was out at the same time as the, the Nintendo GameCube. So I didn't buy the GameCube. Sega Dreamcast. I, I, what's that? Sega Dreamcast. The PlayStation. Okay, and that would have been the Sony PlayStation. So I went to PlayStation, and then I bought an Xbox, um, and then PlayStation 2, and then the Xbox 360, which I had for like eight months, and then traded that in for the PlayStation 3. And that's where I stopped. I, I don't have any current generation games. And I, you know, I have a um, GameStop just a few blocks from my apartment, and I'll walk in there, or I'll go into Best Buy, and I'll look at video games. And I'm like, oh man, I should really buy a new system. But then I go like, why? I don't, I don't play them. 
I, I bought the classic NES Mini a few years ago when that came out. I played it for like two weeks. Now it's in storage. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think, and part of it is video games are too complicated now. There are too many buttons. There's too much going on. I just want to be able to sit down and play a quick and easy game. And I'm old. Well, all of those, yeah. Um, so there was another. I'm trying to find out. Oh, uh, are you thinking the 3DO? I think. Oh, or here the we go. The OGO. Uh, no, I was thinking of another toy store that I used to oh. go and acquire. You know, pot, the rare video game. Um, I want to say it was like Children's Palace or something like that. Okay, um, I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, that that was all. That that was a sidebar. Uh, so I I remember I'd saved up some money, you know, allowance and birthday money, things like that. And I think I had about 120, 125 bucks. And I told my mom and dad, I said, I want to go buy the Super Nintendo. And we get there, and you know, the price was right around what I had. Maybe I had a few extra. Maybe I was a few short. I don't know. But my dad, you know, I I'd, I'd saved up this money for months. And my dad looks, he's like, you really want to spend your money on this? I was like, yeah, I do. Mm. And he's like, all right, your money. And I wore out that Super Nintendo. Um, I played it for years. I had the college version of uh, NBA Jam called NBA Slam. Uh, I had They had come out with a, um, I think it was a two cartridge. I think it was it came with the, the system, and it was all of the Mario games. Oh, by the way, I also loved Mario Kart on the Super, on the regular, no, Super Nintendo. Um, yeah, I think that's a one game that transcends every platform. It's oh, sure. It's an awesome game. Um, but it had all of the Mario games, one through four, including the lost levels. So that was important. Um, you know, played, played a few other games on that. And then I acquired, I think from a friend for a small fee, uh, the Nintendo um, 64. And then I sold that to a coworker years ago, like when I was in college at this point, and that gave me the capital. That plus, you know, my paycheck money, my payday money, gave me the capital for the Xbox. And so I got the Xbox in two thousand one ish. Yeah, we'll go two thousand one, maybe right. early two thousand one, um, and eventually got the three sixty. But then I made the switch over to. And I'll tell you why. I made the switch over to PlayStation 3 because the PlayStation 3 could play Blu-ray. The mm-hmm. Xbox 360 could only play the, I guess, the Microsoft HD DVDs. The HD. Yeah. Yeah. And so I made the switch to PlayStation and never looked back. So I've got the PS3 upstairs, the PS4. Fun story, Chad. Do you know what I use my gaming systems for the most? To watch television and streaming video? You guessed it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, and there are a couple of video games I'd like to play. Uh, the latest Star Wars game, the um, latest God of War game. I really enjoyed that franchise. Assassin's Creed as well. But like you said, they just get too... Um, you know, like, I don't want... I remember you could sit down, if you were really good, you could sit down and beat Super Mario Brothers in 15 minutes. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you do it so far, you you do it so often, you try to beat your time rather than beating your score. Yeah. But, like, I don't want know if I want to get into a game that says, like, 
over 150 hours of gameplay because I'm like, who the hell's got the time for that? <laughs> you know? Right. Well, and the other thing that I see is, you know, this new game comes out. And you're like, great. Can't wait to get home and play this game. You put the game in and it's like, oh, there's an update for this game. Right. It's going to take two hours to download. Yeah. And you're like, no, I like the plug and play simplistic. And yeah, that's why I, you know, I, with being quarantined for the last two months, I, I've debated buying going on, on online and buying it like a Sega Genesis or a Sony PlayStation one, uh, because I love Dave mirror BMX for the PlayStation. And I just, um, what's keep stopping me is I know that I will get, get it and I'll play it for like three days and then I'll be done. And then I'll just have something else taking up space. So I, uh, you know, I try to keep up with gaming news though. I try to follow, you know, I have several friends that uh, play video games and, and talk about them and, but yeah, I don't think I've played a new game since, like I said, Bioshock 3 and the last Batman Arkham game that came out on the PS3. Gosh, I don't even know which one that was. Um, so I did play, I got uh, recently got in, not recently, but you know, within the last few years, got into the Uncharted series. So I played through oh, yeah. those, and those were fun. Uh, and again, I, I liked the Assassin's Creed uh, franchise. I liked its beginnings more so than, you know, what I found in the last few, uh, iterations. I've tried playing the one that is, oh, I think it's called Crime Syndicate. Cause and I was interested in it because it takes place in Victorian England or Edwardian England. And I kind of like that, that, you know, not steampunk, but, you know, just kind of dirty, grimy, like Dickens era of, uh, you know, London. And that, I thought that'd be fun. And, that was for a little while. Um, now, did you ever see the Assassin's Creed movie? I did actually. In fact, I own it on uh, on through Amazon Prime. Wow. Okay. And here's the thing: I and we've we've discussed this in the past. You know, you and I look at movies in two different you know ways. You with your hmm. elitist you know film school lens. Oh yeah, totally. Go listen to the new Popology 101 over on the Positive Cynicism podcast and here's talk all about our film snobbery about B movie <laughs> guilty pleasures. Uh I just, you know, here here's the thing. More often than not if I watch a movie that's not, you know, for one of our, you know, movies that we've never seen before, which I've liked most of them. Not Jake and Sam or Sam and Nick or whatever the hell that one was. That Josh was, and Sam. Thank you. I was close. Um that was horrendous. But by and large, I've enjoyed most of the movies that we've uh, watched kind of, you know, side unseen. But otherwise, if I'm going to watch a movie uh, that I have any say in watching into, you know, sometimes my wife picks one and I go along with it. Um, but if I watch a movie, I'm going to have some type of interest in it. And I don't watch it with an overly critical, you know, viewpoint. I Like I said, I enjoyed Assassin's Creed. I liked Bloodshot. Um, you know, I... You know, Batman versus Superman and Justice League. And yes, I'll say it here. I've said it on Nerd United. The Green Lantern movie. Those are all fine to me. I don't care. I'm just happy to, you know, sit back and not have to think about things for a, my, my buddy Dan used to call them just popcorn munchers, you know? Yeah. And so that's. Yeah, check your brain at the door. Exactly. Um, and, and I think I like, like going back to what you said, I think I like my video games like that too, you know? If I have time ever, which probably is not likely to happen, then sure, I might jump on, you know, and, and get a new game, but I, I'll probably go, you know, like that uh, Sega or Nintendo, you know, classic pack, you know, where you can get 40 games loaded onto the machine mm -hmm. and, 
you know, if my son gets a couple years older and has any interest in it, and you know, has earned the privilege, then yeah, I might might look into something like that. But at the same time, I, I I still think that one of the biggest mistakes I ever made was getting into video games because it'd be a nice summer day and you know all my buddies want to go outside, but I'm inside, you know, or, or wanting to be inside trying to beg them to play video games because I'm fat and lazy. So if I can get mm-hmm. him to avoid that, <laughs> you know. Well, and that's where you got to find the balance. Or you get, you know, these games are becoming more interactive. And that's like when I bought the Xbox 360, I bought it because it had the Kinect. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could jump and play games. But then I realized that my apartment was like three square feet, and that was not enough room to actually properly or, utilize it. Or do you remember the, so that's why I the, traded it in. the N- Nintendo pad that, that plugged in? And yes. Yeah, that wasn't fun either. <laughs> So, well, and that's what, you know, when the Wii came out and it was all interactive movement, I just said that, you know, this is the Japanese way of secretly training up a army of fighters. But, Greg, uh, that's where I'm going to have to leave it because time's up. Young Bobby Engels has a problem. He needs to earn the respect of his peers. So he gets Sega Genesis, the ultimate action system. And then he buys Mortal Kombat, the arcade edition, and the all-new Shinobi 3, and Marvel's X-Men. Now, things are pretty much okay. I said chocolate chip. Say it. Say it. Back up! up! This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. 